0: tuesdays for hope with new directions right now on the liz Callaway show with nick summers talk 94.5
1: Nine thirty-nine on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. It is time for Tuesdays for Hope, and Kathy Jenkins is joining us this morning. Welcome back to the show. We haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. Locker- thanks. Oh, I'm thanks. Sorry. Did that you slow? know,
2: I, I would, <laughs> I would say, boy, I totally missed you guys. Well, I totally missed you guys, but I was on vacation. So, what did you do? Um, we did a, we did a cruise on the Eastern Caribbean, and it was, um, it was really awesome.
1: Okay. Did you get so, back in time before the tornado?
2: Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it was really, it was so much rockier than our last cruise. We had one day that was rough a year ago. Mm-hmm. And a year ago was the first cruise we ever took. This year, every day was stumbling down the hallways and um, talked to our next door neighbors who just got back from 15 days on a cruise uh, in Hawaii and said it was so Unbelievably rocky. Mm. So,
0: anyway, that's scary.
2: I, guess you I like just it, never it like know. that. Makes oh. you feel alive. Oh. Ooh, I'm on a boat. La, la, la,
1: la, la, la. No. Oh,
2: well, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, the good news is we didn't suffer any seasickness. So, good. So, yeah. that's good news. But yeah. boy, the storm on Sunday was. Mm-hmm. Huh? And they had. Yeah, what do you guys do at the uh, shelter there? So, um, you know, I always say it: too hot, too cold, too windy, too rainy. We we suffer all of those Mm -hmm. things here, where the inclement weather is so inclement that um, it's not safe to be outside. So we um, we open our doors. We generally call it a code blue. It was really unusual this weekend. Because we knew the storm wasn't coming in until sometimes Sunday morning. We did have a number of people stay um, on Saturday night, a number of extra people. And we let anybody come in who needed to get out of the, the weather. And then all day Sunday, it was, uh, you know, come in. Mm-hmm. and And they did. Too. They did. Yeah. That's yeah, good. They did.
1: So, do you and you have an opportunity to speak with people and tell them about the program? Did anybody, uh, you know, what is your success rate and the buy-in?
2: Um, you know. A lot of the people we see are the same people that that mm-hmm. we see. We see them in the walk-in center. We have an opportunity in the walk-in center. Um, we have a small percentage that ends up ends up coming in, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but we do take every single opportunity that we have to connect with somebody who's living on the outside. And and you know our our clients who live with us. Um, are really great trying to connect and talk to them about the program, and which leads me to our guest today.
1: All right. Sounds good. Well, introduce
2: us. I have John D'Amico here, and and John was with us for about nine months. Um, He has a success story to tell you know he became homeless um after being here for 5 years and um uh and the rents just got too much mm. um for for him and and other things and he he told me this morning he came to us for shelter and got a whole lot more
1: all right so. all right well john welcome to the show thank you we appreciate you um willing to share um first of all tell us um what happened You know that what kind of led up to the fact that you found yourself unable to be uh, provide housing for yourself.
0: Well, the uh, pricing got out of hand, and a lot of the leases got not renewed because Mm. people wanted to get more money for the place I was staying in. And it, I just could not afford it anymore. And I looked around, and there was nothing that I personally could afford by myself. Mm-hmm. So somebody told me about new directions, and I went over there, and I was a little skeptical at first. but Why? I just didn't know what it was all about. I'd never been homeless before. Mm-hmm. So um, I always worked, but it just I couldn't figure out how I'm going to make enough money to live on my own. How so, short
1: were you? I'm just wondering, like.
0: Was two, it... three hundred dollars a month, mm-hmm. you know, and it's tough with the wages they're paying these days. I know. It's, 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 I don't oh, know how people think. By themselves, yeah. I don't know how they do it. So
1: it, it's like the, the, the housing costs for for affordable, quote unquote, housing does not match the pay correct and that is really a problem sure. you know and the market for some reason they're building all these apartments it doesn't you know, the people's salaries don't dictate rent that way it just doesn't match
0: that's true that and it's an true.
1: ongoing problem in this community and it's like we're we're just creating more homelessness by right. creating all of these apartments that are really beautiful and brand new and gorgeous and expensive they're too expensive right and right. so what are people to do? So you find yourself saying, hey, I'm not going to be able to make this rent. And someone suggests to you to go over to New Directions, and nobody wants to ask for help.
0: Right, right.
1: So what was that thought process for you that you finally—
0: At first, I was, like I said, skeptical, but I'd, once I started working and saving some money, which was a good foundation that New Directions gave me. Because you staying there. I was staying there so I could save up a little money— to at least go out and get an apartment. And then I found this transitional housing, uh, the Oxford Houses, and there's like eight guys that are in recovery because, like Kathy said, I came there for shelter, and mm-hmm. I've been drinking for 40 years, and I ended up coming out sober and found a place wow. to tr- trans- um stay now, and you get to live with eight guys instead of 120 at the shelter mm-hmm. and everybody pays a rent rent a house eight guys all in recovery and everybody's just helping you can, each other you can live you know you can live comfortably now you know where everybody's you're doing something good for yourself being sober do you and, hold
1: each other accountable
0: yes absolutely like how do, you, how do you do, that? do that yes because
1: like i you know It would disrupt, like, one person just kind of strays. It probably disrupts all the chemistry in the home, right?
0: Right. We have a, um, every Monday we have a business meeting. Ah, at the house, so like it's all it. democratic. Where if we see somebody's not following the rules of the Oxford House, we put them on contract or anything like that to try to get them straighten them up back in line. Yeah. and if it continues, then we have to let them go. What do
1: you find to be the um, a common reason why people kind of
0: stray off? Yeah, that one I'm still trying to figure out. I think I think a lot of it. I was telling Kathy on the way here is the stress of the rents and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. they're so used to being in their addiction or something like that that it just triggers them to go back out and, mm. and relapse. Yeah, And that's the sad part. And then they get hurt even more, and then they have to start all over again and right. all over again. And it's a shame, but I think, like you said, if it, if if there was more affordable housing out there, I think it would help a lot yeah. of people. Uh, the Oxford houses, I've never heard of them. I've never heard of New Directions. How many are there? There's quite a bit. If you go on Oxford... Vacancies.com. There's they'll give you a whole site of summer and surf side and all do you, over Do you
1: know what the criteria is?
0: Uh there's rules that you have to follow and you have to be in recovery. Okay. That's their main thing is recovery.
1: Okay. And uh is someone there counseling and supervising of some sort?
0: It is more of the house, each house governs themselves really so everybody looks at everybody each everybody 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 helps each other and everybody agrees and follows the rules of the oxford house's rules and then each house does their own thing mm-hmm. and keeps within each other and they make their own rules not makes their own they they follow the rules yeah and everybody has to abide by the rules it's an
1: honor system and,
0: right yeah and, and then everybody just looks out for each other they don't they don't it's not like a stickler situation. They're not nitpicking on Can everything. Can you
1: stay for as long as you want to?
0: As far as I heard, yes. Okay. So, but the the thing is, it's like New Directions. I got out of there. This is the next step. Now the next step is
1: get Standing out line, on my own,
0: right? And get so, what do you
1: line. need to be able to do that? What are you working on? Where are you at?
0: Um, saving money because it's affordable at, at the Oxford Houses where you're splitting the rent with eight guys. So the rents are affordable mm-hmm. so you can put some money in the bank and have a savings account. Uh-huh. So it's nice. And then save up to eventually get on your own and get on your own two feet by yourself. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's really good with people that are in addiction that they could go somewhere and see there's hope that, okay, I can do this now. Yeah. Instead of um, – you know and that's why a lot of people relapse is because they they just feel there's no hope out there.
1: Do you think whatever, you know, your issue is, and you said you you got sober and you said it was drinking? Drinking, yeah. So, um do you, how much do you think drinking contributed to the fact that you weren't earning enough money to support your housing? I How big of a part?
0: Uh quite a bit too, you know. It, you don't realize it when you are in your drinking days, Mm -hmm. but I look back down and I'm like, oh my God, I spent so much money on alcohol that it was just Mm. ridiculous. So, I mean, it's a two-way street, you know, you have to give up something to get what you want.
1: got to make room.
0: Right, right. So, eventually you get on your own and do what you got to do. And
1: Mm -hmm. If you're um, talking, if someone's, you know, there's a lot of people listening that could be in a similar situation with you, maybe just can't find their way to stand up on, on two feet at the moment and make that decision and follow that path you did, um, what would you say to someone right now? I mean, what do you know how they're feeling and thinking right now? If they're thinking, oh, I can stop any time, or this is not interfering with what I'm doing, and or they see their life unraveling and not necessarily... Saying that their diction is the problem. Right. Um, I mean, you know, what can you knock some sense into someone to?
0: It's hard to do that because mm-hmm. everybody's different, and they have to want it themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing I learned: if you don't want it, you're not going to do it.
1: How do you know when you want
0: it good, hard enough it, to want it you to just, get it? You just know. You just it, you it just, knew when you were I done. I knew what I was done, and I knew what was it. What my problem was when I was at New Directions, the directors there. Yeah. I've been to AA meetings for twenty years. I've gone, and that just it just never clicked with me because mm-hmm. I couldn't the obsession was so bad. I couldn't stop. I wanted to stop, but I couldn't and mm. a couple of suggestions and listening to people that new directions, Mr. knuckles over there,
1: uh-huh
0: he kept me sober you know John and he walked. Will, and walk. yeah that you, you just do take like they say take suggestions and follow instructions. And and just do it, and it, it, it all starts to come. Mm. You know, it, it might not happen overnight, but if you just keep going towards that point, eventually it will come. And that's what I've noticed from my own personal
1: and that, experience. And that, my dear, just helped a lot of people. You know, And that's what we're trying to do here with Tuesdays for Hope is to give people hope because they may be may feel like you felt for 20 years.
0: Right. You just
1: you just the the wheels are just spinning. Right. And it wasn't until you got in front of certain people like Charles Knuckles and, and the other gentleman that you mentioned that the rubber hit the road and you were able to get on track. That's right. What do you use inside? Those are outside um, influences what do you use on the inside
0: I I try to keep coming back to the shelter all the time to keep me focused of where I was mm-hmm. just so I don't fall back into that reality of old oh, I I don't want to go back there but I love going back there because I want to try to give hope to people there
1: I love that that they yeah. can
0: see you can do this just got to put the effort in you know and and, and try and just Follow instructions and listen. Go to your meetings. Do do what you have to do. If you want to get off addiction,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: go to your meetings. Do whatever needs to be done.
1: John, do you see yourself in some of the people that you meet when you go back? Yes. And do you want to shake them?
0: No. No. Because uh-huh. I know that wouldn't have worked for That's me. That's not gonna work. That, huh? No, you just gotta you gotta listen, and everybody's gotta do it their own way. Because everybody has a different journey,
1: yeah,
0: and everybody has different ideas in their mind. So once they get the correct ideas in their mind towards what they want to do and what they want to, how they want to become successful, they can do it. They just have to do it themselves, and that's why it's hard to tell somebody that's in an active addiction.
1: Stop it. it. Yeah, it it doesn't work. work.
0: I mean, people have been telling me that for 20 years, and I'm like, okay.
1: So I'm just wondering, John, when you were living, before you came to New Directions, when you were living on your own and, you know, in the throes of your addiction and you're about to lose your home, um, did you have many— friends or relationships or family members, um, and were you able to repair them?
0: I think I exhausted all those friendships and stuff. I have one friend here in Pawleys Island, and he he's always been there.
1: Mm.
0: You know, I almost lost him as a friend, too. Oh. So it's like... I gotta make that decision. I mean, I'm gonna mm-hmm. lose everybody. around. I mean, I was giving up. I was thinking I was gonna go live in the bushes. I didn't know until yeah. somebody told me about New Directions. I would have been living in the bushes somewhere.
1: Who told and, you about New
0: Directions? Um, actually, my ex girlfriend. When I was I was living with her, mm-hmm. and they didn't renew our lease. And she goes, "I know a place. You're not." She was gonna go move back with her mom, mm. and she told me about New Directions and. Thank God she did, mm. you know, so it all worked out. I thought she was just trying to get rid of me, but what
1: happened I happened she was with trying the, to help me. What happened with the one friend that stayed your friend?
0: I'm still friends. We've been friends for over 50 years.
1: And wh- why did you almost lose that relationship?
0: Because of my drinking, but he sees, we, we've known each other for so long, he sees I'm a good guy, and... I, when I was drinking, I'd just be not obnoxious, but just like not me. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want to be hanging around his and his wife and his kids, so. They didn't want me around. So when I first moved up here from South Florida, I lived in South Florida for 49 years. He said, hey, why don't you get out of South Florida? Come and live in South Carolina. And he thought it would, you know, help what me out. What a
1: good friend. Oh,
0: he's great, great guy.
1: <laughs> That is awesome. Well, you're lo- so lucky to have such a good friend. And, you know, I consider, you know, a lot of things that were put in front of you like blessings, you yes, know. I mean, yes. look at how far things have turned around. And I think you might have helped quite a few people today. Um, so do you have a Christmas wish?
0: I already got mine.
1: <laughs> John, you're so cute. <laughs> hey,
2: John's getting a lot of love on the uh, Showtime Autoglass text line, like from Lisa.
1: Yeah. Saying, yeah. you know, what a
2: great example that you can be for other people. And, he's, and she's proud of you for, you know, telling everybody your yeah. story. So good job. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah, Lisa
1: Thank has you. walked the walk. Yes. As yep. you have. And
2: that's,
0: that's what you have to do. Yeah. And the main thing is giving back which they so freely gave to you.
1: Yeah, and you have gone back to the shelter, to New Directions. All the time. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're coming to the end of the year here, and if you want to make that that donation, that gift for Christmas, and give people hope, this is the gift of hope that you can give. You can go to helpnewdirections.org, and you'll be helping people like John.
0: Yes. Thank you. Please. And that's,
1: yeah. And that's and keep it going, paying it forward. And um, and John is doing his part in in giving back. And I think it's just a, such a great way to um, honor someone because you can donate in the honor of someone and uh, put it in a Christmas card. And how great would that be? That
0: would be awesome. Right? Awesome.
1: Well, John, uh, loved, I love that you were sharing this. I think you really helped a lot of people, and you, and you helped us. I asked today, Nick, how are we going to get in the Christmas spirit?
2: There you go. And I
1: feel like, you know, John brought us there. Yes. You rounded out the show for us, John. Nice job. Thank you.
2: Uh, Lisa <laughs> said, sick of losing God's children to addiction. So mm, she's she's proud. very proud of you. Absolutely, Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Well, great okay. job, good, John.
1: Good job, Kathy. Another good um, produced segment.
2: Thanks, Liz. <laughs> I think John would agree that the, the best thing, the best decision that we made at New Directions was incorporating her addiction recovery outreach initiative mm-hmm. into the shelters. Mm-hmm. And um and our our program is peer support led mm-hmm. and um and, and people are seeing real success getting over their addiction. Absolutely. Well
1: Merry Christmas to uh, both of you and we'll see you in the new year, Kathy. Go to helpnewdirections.org and thank you. Thank you, John.
0: Thank you. Thank
1: you. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you back here tomorrow.
0: Thanks for listening to The Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers.